0: Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, before we jump into the episode, we just wanted to touch base about a few things that um, maybe our new subscribers, our new listeners, don't know about. But we want to thank James Arnold Taylor. He is the actual voice of our intro. Um, He's the voice actor who voices Obi-Wan Kenobi on Clone Wars and... Uh, a bunch of those. He's amazing. He is amazing. And he actually <laughs> agreed to record our intros for us. We sent him a message and he just sent us recordings back. It was pretty amazing. So. Yeah, he's he's super
0: generous. Thank you, James. Yeah, go follow. Get over to his podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think he's talking about releasing some new episodes yeah. sort of soon. I think he moved to Nashville. He did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or oh, like James, the area.
0: How's it going?
1: Yeah. How's what's... it going, James? <laughs> what's tennessee like you're a lot closer to me now than when you were in santa barbara people from chicago go to nashville all the time just for like a long weekend it's i've never been but i want to go i've heard it's an awesome town we also want to give a shout out to our artist uh, who did the cover art for our podcast it was actually a a commissioned piece um, that i purchased from Monica.art on Instagram. And it wasn't intended for our podcast cover. I just asked her to do this piece for me because her work is incredible. Yeah, she's amazing. And then and talented. I mean, so beyond. talented. It blows my mind. It's so amazing. So go give her a follow on Instagram. She was really generous and said she didn't mind if we used it as our cover art. Um just because it's my favorite screenshot of Obi Wan from the Clone Wars. And mm-hmm. so what better Thing to use for our cover arch
0: than that handsome Jedi face. <laughs> I-, I couldn't agree more. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Obi Wan, Disney Day came and went, with Nery a ripple in the water. Yeah, I should insert cricket sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> because- <laughs> insert cricket sounds. So since we didn't get anything, at least not anything worth mentioning on this show, the minute we get a teaser trailer or a trailer of any kind or anything worth talking about, we will do an emergency episode and we have great plans for how we're (laughs) going to introduce that emergency episode. We're actually a little (laughs) disappointed that we didn't get to do that this time around. Yes. Cause it would have been hilarious. Lauren has a brilliant plan and I'm hundred <laughs> percent behind it, so here's to waiting for the next whatever day they decide to grace us with a trailer. It but it was not.
1: Yeah, if not if not yesterday then when? Like what's what's the hold of Disney? I don't know, but it was not
0: Disney Plus day. So
1: And, like, I I get it. Some people were like, why couldn't they have at least given us a month when it's going to come out? And it's probably because production is fluid. Yeah. And it's not always going to be... They don't know a timeline or a schedule until, like, very close to the end of production. Mm -hmm. Or at least post-production. But still, like, they could have said something. They could have given us something. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, we had the sizzle reel that came out as a a leak. So someone got fired. Yeah. But...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I mean, that was all well and good because we got concept art, which we love concept art, you and I. I thought it was pretty cool, but some people
1: were actually
0: a little freaked out by I it. I mean, Vader on the throne looking at what I assume to be a transmission of Obi-Wan's uh, warning to the other Jedi. That's That was my interpretation of that art. You know, yeah. the, the warning uh, thing that happens and that we get to see in Rebels. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that made me really excited internally, like physically. <laughs> <Because> yeah, <laughs> I had a physical reaction to that, but you know, it's just like whatever. You know, it's whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything that exciting. No. I, I guess it was fine. It was uh, fine. It's, it's just, better, I
0: guess, than nothing at all. Uh,
1: but I guess we—it wasn't even special, right? Didn't you say it was shown to like board of directors, yeah, stakeholders, or something, or something like, that. like
0: almost a year ago or yeah. something? So it's like whatever. So anyway. I say this now because the second the real shit drops, we'll cover it here.
1: Yeah. We'll do like an emergency in between drop if it's not yes. a regular drop day.
0: So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll notify you on our Instagram and Twitter and Tumblr. So
1: Yeah. So if you don't follow us on social media, check us out, follow us. And if you could like just promote us a little, tell your friends, share yeah, we're us positive
0: around. On, yeah, uh, social we would media. Love we're that. not
1: we're not toxic <laughs> at least no. we try not
0: to be <laughs> no I don't think no we trolls
1: are. no trolls in our community no. we're we're actually really lucky we've only drawn like amazing kind awesome really smart Truly.
0: people to us who are just a joy to interact with so and we're a part of the Potawans n- network which is th- those people are amazing they're they're yeah. good people they're funny so people <laughs> so thank you for the invite <laughs> anyway all of this fluff aside, we're getting into Sith Obi Wan today because we want to. That's right, damn it. <laughs> so it's more of a what if episode, kind of, because he's not a Sith, nor ever really could be. My God, no. I know, that's
1: that's the reaction I get all the time from people. Like, of all the characters, Obi Wan is the least likely to fall. It's like, yeah, no shit. That's why it's fun. Yes. To- to like turn it totally completely on its ear and see like if there was anything that was gonna push him over the edge, what would that be? Because yeah. every everybody's got a breaking point. and if you've yes. ever watched Batman, if you know Ugh. the killing joke, you know the joker thinks so all it takes is one bad day to make someone lose their mind. so yes, but yeah, I don't know. I love I love the highbrow arguments that show up.
0: I mean, <laughs> We already discussed Obi-Wan being borderline cinnamon rolly, you know, so here we are talking about him being an actual Sith, or if there was ever a situation yeah. that would push him over that edge. It's kind of, it's kind of not believable. No. Because he, he's been pushed to the edge how many times already? I mean, his life is the most depressing, um, <laughs> and he still didn't turn, So, but it's just kind of fun to think, of like, well, what if?
1: Yeah. Well... There's this line in The Lawless. uh, It's the famous line where he says, you can kill me, but you will never destroy me. It takes strength to resist the dark side. Only the weak embrace it. Which to me kind of sounded, the last time I listened to it, it sounded to me like he was acknowledging that there was darkness inside himself and everybody. But weak people are the ones who give into it, which... You know, sometimes I mean, it it had struck me before. It's just like a loud, brazen thing to say of like, only the weak embrace it. But this time it yeah. struck me as like, maybe he thought of himself as having darkness inside him.
0: Well, I, I I subscribe to the idea that there's a balance of light and dark in everyone. It's just a matter of uh, what we give in to at different moments. I mean, the thing is, is ouch, because... He's basically calling his, his own Padawan weak because, oh, yeah. I mean, Anakin was weak enough to go f- fall for it. I mean, fall into the dark side Well, fall for Palpatine too. I mean, Palpatine, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> the darkest of them all. But, I mean, maybe it's a bonus point for Obi-Wan because he acknowledges that he had that in him and still was, was aware enough not to fall for it. I guess is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Well, or maybe like, his give opinion
1: maybe his opinion changed after watching Anakin fall. Maybe he couldn't say that only the weak embrace it, but because you know how we are, where we say one thing and then yes. life happens and our opinions yes. change. Yes. But Yeah, I mean, that to me was an indication of like that person is never turning to the dark side. Like, hearing yeah. that line, him speak that line, is like, yeah, nothing is really going to push him. If this moment doesn't push him, then no moment is going to push
0: Mm-mm. him. Mm-mm. I, I, I like the idea of Sith Obi-Wan just because he looks good in red. I mean, I'm that shallow. <laughs> I'll admit it. But I like the idea because... I. You ever see the fan art on, like, the social media universe of like Anakin as Darth Vader Obi-Wan as like you know a, 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 a an inquisitor an inquisitor thank you okay. so I've seen art of those three as like what if they would have all turned or, or the fan yeah. art of like Luke and Leia as Dark Luke and Dark Leia which yeah. I can't stand I don't like that but for some reason I'm okay with like dabbling in the idea that there's a Sith Obi-Wan concept out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think it's just because he looks good in red and black, but we've seen him in the Mandalorian armor. It's yeah, part it looks, of
1: it. It looks really good on it. <laughs> yeah. It's a—it's like legendary. That it is. That armor. God. Yeah.
0: But like. I could see him. Of all the people who have had the worst things happen to them. Sequentially. Throughout their life. Obi-Wan had the most chances to be like fuck it I'm give I'm that's it. Yeah. Like g- and give in. Just because of the shit he's been put through. Yeah. Losing his master, losing his love, losing his best friend brother Padawan. Padawan. It's my new rap release. P- 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 Padawan. Um <laughs> but like you know seriously of all the things right yeah like damn but he yeah. still resisted so
1: well he's like the galahad character in like in the king arthur stories galahad is the embodiment of perfection he's never mm-hmm. tempted he never fails He never does anything wrong, and when he finds the Holy Grail, he's, like, the character who finds the Grail, God literally just scoops him up and brings him right to heaven. Like, he doesn't even die. He just, like, ascends into the heavens.
0: Well, that's not realistic. No. I mean... Not at all,
1: but I think that Obi-Wan is kind of, like, the character based on him whose, like, faith mm -hmm. never really falters, and even if it does, he, like, won't really acknowledge it, and he just stays very pure pretty much the entire time. But still, like there's internal I, there's internal hurt there. Oh absolutely. And I'm interested to see what they'll do in the Kenobi series talking about that, but or if they'll even delve into it at all. I assume that they will because in that little snippet we got, Deborah Chow was saying that it's a very dark time in Obi Wan's plotline. I love
0: dark. I do too. Bring, bring me all the dark I mean don't bother bringing it on Disney Plus Day or anything but bring us bring us the dark (laughs) yeah and you know it probably it's not all gonna be in season one don't forget I hope there are I'm sure there will be multiple seasons yeah so we'll get it'll be interesting to see where they go with it but you're absolutely right I mean it's the darkest time period and we don't get any of that up until this moment like yeah. With this series. It's what bridging it, a huge gap. How fucking crazy is it also to say that
1: is the darkest period in his life. Right? Considering all the things that, is, that have happened to this character. What the hell? It's like if this happened to a real person, you'd
0: lose oh. your damn mind. Yeah. It would just be unsalvageable. Okay, so he was young and he lost Qui-Gon. That would be hard. But it's... He's thrust into a, a a training. He now has to train the child that Qui Gon was going to train. I mean, it's 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 the twofold. Like he loses Satine, and it is immediately thrust into fighting a war yeah. that she never wanted, like right outside of where she just died. Right. And then when he loses Anakin, he's immediately thrust into protecting Anakin's son. Like it's like. There's two sides to every painful event that Obi-Wan's ever had. He doesn't even have time, or you would think, that he Mm -hmm. doesn't have time to absorb what just happened because he's immediately put into another trying situation that requires more of him. Well, maybe that
1: was what saved him. Maybe so, because... Purpose. He had purpose after those deep losses, and that's... I think... When you're grieving, being able to take action of any kind Mm -hmm, is kind of a mm -hmm. comfort. When you're sitting there feeling helpless and hopeless, then your feelings
0: just kind of eat you alive. Yeah. And now that you mention it, all of these darksiders, the Sith in particular, place all of their purpose in being that Sith. Or mm-hmm. subscribing to the dark side. Or like achieving power through their specific dark means. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that's a good point. That may have been what saved Obi-Wan. Because yeah. he had a much different purpose each time. And it was, I wouldn't say positive. But they involved like putting a su- putting aside like selfish yeah. stuff.
1: Which- he had to rise to the
0: occasion each yeah. and every
1: time. Although I will say probably the the time with Luke, is the least distracting because he's right. kind of sitting alone in his little hut with his Yopi outside. <laughs> 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 and Uncle Owen keeps running him off the homestead telling him to get lost. So Yeah, so he his- has time
0: to go to to uh, Anakin's mother's grave and apologize, which is going to be... Uh, they have to put that in the show, right? Someone, they have to put that in the show. Someone sent me a, an
1: ask on Tumblr like a year ago asking me to write that scene and it's like, I will do it and I should probably do it before the Kenobi show Whoa, comes out. You so should probably do it before... Yeah, yeah.
0: No one no one can accuse me of Well, I'll go copying. ahead and get the glue right now to put the pieces of my heart back together after I read it. <laughs> i gotta have time to write it first <laughs> it will shatter Get yeah, to a million pieces it, it will hurt Can you imagine that moment that would be awful because oh my god did obi-wan ever meet shmi he was back at the ship so. during that whole time yeah he never met her so it was only qui-gon and padme that met shmi skywalker
1: and i don't even know if he did he know that shmi died cuz he doesn't know that Anakin went and butchered a village full of people.
0: No, cuz he only told Padme that he butchered a village full of people. And Palpatine. Oh yeah, well Palpatine was proud papa in that moment. <laughs> motherfucker. So,
1: speaking of Palpatine, I've heard a really brilliant what if which maybe I, I came up with. I can't remember. Did I come up with oh. this or not? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I think Let's it was a, it.
1: I think it was a group effort. So, this there's this idea that One of the best times to have tried to turn Obi-Wan would have been right after Qui-Gon's death. Because Palpatine was Mm -hmm. there. He was in Mm -hmm. Naboo. And, like, he would have known that this Jedi Knight just lost his master and just killed a Sith, possibly using, like, heightened emotion and rage to do it. True. And, and, like, instead, he's still focusing on Anakin because, obviously, he's the chosen one, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it could have... Been like an interesting experiment to try and manipulate, start manipulating Obi Wan. At that point, he was so young and impressionable and emotional at that yes, moment.
0: Very, yeah. Maybe he did it not happen because Obi Wan was. You could sense the good in him. Maybe Probably. Palpatine could sense. I'm know? sure. Yes, I'm sure.
1: But I mean, it would have made a good what is Oh, yeah. No,
0: that would have <laughs> been the that would have been the moment, right? I mean, there were so many moments, but Palpatine was there for that one. Yeah. So that
1: would have... I'm a sucker for the idea of Obi-Wan being Palpatine's
0: apprentice. But like... Well, you wrote a story about it.
1: I did. And I can't wait to write the third part because it's all about that. Yeah. And it's not like he's happy about it. (laughs) He doesn't want to be... But is like that's the thing with Sith. It's like all of a it's a power struggle and that's it what's is. fun about it. Not just a person who's like they're against yeah, their yeah. will. It's like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. a battle of wits begins, you know. But Obi-Wan is a good actor because he was Reiko Hardin and he played the part insanely well in that like, role. A little disturbingly well. Right. So He stabs a guy with a fork. Seriously,
1: in prison. Yes. Yeah. in prison. <laughs> How do they have forks
0: in prison? He also like beat the living shit out of Anakin and put him in a sleeper hold. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of pro. I have a. We have to do an episode on just those. We that do. Arc. And we actually got a request for it from
1: our last Did episode we? where we asked people to like. If is there something you are confused by or want to explain? I didn't see that one. Someone asked for that. I think it was on YouTube, and I'm
0: I'm like yes, I have answers to some well, of the questions that they have. So clearly, be fun. we need to do it because I just said it, and people are people are asking <laughs> for it. So yeah, we have a lot of thoughts on that whole thing.
1: Yeah, that's
0: an interesting arc, and like he goes, I mean, he keeps
1: trying to be a good person in that arc. Like he keeps trying to like not completely lose himself, but he does some very duplicitous
0: shit in the Rika really? Hardin arc. Um, what well, makes you wonder? you know for the greater good what a person will do yeah in the name of you know what I mean I mean look back through history yeah yeah
1: in real life like real history for sure that's what
0: I mean yeah in 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 the planet's history and humanity's history not not a lot of good has come out of in the name of fill in the blank yeah
1: humans don't have a good track record
0: no we don't (laughs) that's why we live in the fantasy world on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) exactly <laughs> we like the what ifs that are safe like yes what if obi-wan turned into the an evil bastard you know and <laughs> fell to the dark side we know it's not true and it would never happen but ooh, it's fun to think about
1: well and if you're writing it you control the dangerous. Yes. you know how far you're gonna take it and not like That's spill over into like just agonizing torture but um, do we
0: know what dave filoni has ever said about the the Hardeen arc? Has he that's said anything?
1: A, yes, he's... And that's some of the stuff I want to talk about. But not about Obi-Wan, necessarily. He's mm. talked about... Um, why that arc is important for Anakin. Yeah. Well, that's...
0: Yeah. That's a yeah, big part of it, but...
1: It is. Even though he's not, like, the main focus of that episode, it's, like, a very pivotal moment in Anakin's plotline. hmm So, yeah. Filoni is, I'd be curious what he says about obi I have the, the Blu-rays of Clone Wars, and they all have, each episode has behind-the-scenes like commentary, but I don't have a Blu-ray player right now, so I can't watch it, <laughs> but I'll need to for that
0: episode. It'll be a good resource. Well, my friend has a, a, probably a 90-inch television with a Blu-ray player, so we should ask him. Yes. Can we can we check out our Clone Wars DVDs on your nice T V with your nice Blu-ray player? That'd be awesome. It's like an indoor theater. Yeah, we'll just stop by. I mean he lives nowhere near me, but we could fly down to see him.
1: And that'd be fun. <laughs> I've loved I always love in revenge when he's using Ventress's lightsaber. Yes. It's like the only time you ever see Obi Wan with a red lightsaber.
0: It's true and he looks great holding it even though he claims it's not his color
1: yeah he's wrong it that's suits him being him. humble yeah, yeah it suits him very well yeah it does Liar. he knows it
0: <laughs> he's just trying to be humble about it in front of ventress just to piss her off even more you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah. well and i've always thought and that like i guess this is part of what i write about
1: in my fan fictions but i feel like maul's greatest revenge And he even says, like, he's not really interested in killing Obi-Wan in the Lawless, at least. I'm sure that plot changes as time goes Mm -hmm. on. But it's like, the best revenge against a person like that is to make them lose themselves. It's like, not to kill him, but to, like, destroy him and make him turn to the dark side would be the best Mm -hmm. revenge.
0: Basically break down everything that is Obi-Wan's foundation, which is all good stuff. The exact opposite of Maul. If he will. If
1: he didn't fall when Qui-Gon died, he could have fallen when Satine died. But then, like, if he didn't fall after Anakin's disaster, then nothing's going to push him over the edge. No. No. (laughs) And, like, he still seemed to be very in keeping with the Jedi Code. When Luke comes along in A New Hope, he's, you know, still talking. Yeah kindly about the Jedi, whereas Ahsoka is already very bitter
0: about yeah. it. Yeah.
1: I mean, wouldn't it um, have been nice to have, like, seen it just once? Like, we could have gotten it in Mortis. That would have been the perfect time if you're gonna ever... Why didn't we? Ahsoka went dark and Anakin, but not Obi-Wan. That had to have been purposeful. Oh, I'm sure it is, because he's Galahad. Nothing tempts him. Not even the darkest well of the dark side. But, like, they could... like. Damn, I didn't think that about have Mortis. That would been so fun, right. honestly. Like, just imagine how fun that would be to play if James Arnold Taylor got to play that side. Oh!
0: Oh, That would totally. have been amazing. Oh, I would love to hear him voice Me too. that. Just from a voice actor standpoint, yeah. yeah. If we if we ever get to interview him,
1: I'm going to ask him about it. Yeah, that's a great, yes. <laughs> because it's like a part of the character they never got to dive into And of course, it's nice that he's like a pure character, but like, it's fun when people like, I think why people love when characters suffer, for lack of a better term, I think part of it is because you see a person really strong in their foundation. And then when you take that foundation away, and you start to break it down, and the character has to explain to themselves why they believe what they believe. You know, and like prove to themselves that they are what they say they are. That is validating and interesting for the audience to see. Yes, very so true.
0: That's a good point.
1: He's constantly having <laughs> shit like that thrown in his God. face, and he's having totally. to like revalidate himself over and over. And I think that's why people really enjoy watching
0: Obi Wan. Yeah, and, and like you said, if if he didn't fall after Anakin did when he had a period of kind of a break from everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And
1: like for bitterness to not just take overwhelm him. him. Yeah. I would imagine there is a time where that would have happened. And I do, I do like if I had written the Kenobi series, I would put that in. There would be like a time of bitterness where he starts to like get very, very dark mentally, because that's what happens to you when you're isolated isolated after trauma. And then, like, you have to work your way back. So, like, I would love to see him suddenly pick up his lightsaber and go practice katas, like, out in
0: the desert. To, like, find himself again. To center himself, to bring him back to what he... Reconnect. Find that power again. You have to investigate the mental struggle that goes on with Obi-Wan after that happens, because... Up until his time in Tatooine, he doesn't really have a moment to think about it. He's rushed right off to the birth of Luke and Leia, and then, like, the plan unfolds and boom, they're out. You know, Yoda goes to Dagobah, and Obi-Wan goes to Tatooine, and Bail Organa goes to Alderaan. It's like, that's it. The separation, the separating of the ways. Yeah. And, my God, I can't imagine the personal struggle.
1: I hope it's not going to be a show that's just like Monster of the Week type thing or I don't, Adventure of the Week.
0: They can't. No, it's going to be... That would be really disappointing. It would be a missed opportunity. And not only that, but Ewan McGregor is so good at bringing emotion they would be wasting his talents if they, if they make it an action-based show. I'm sure there will be action. Yeah. But it has to tie into his purpose there. And... So yeah. in the sizzle reel, they mentioned... Um, Obi-Wan and Anakin, well, Vader, take a swing at each other. And I don't think it's literal. I don't think it's literal. I I don't think it's going to be another fight. I think people are misinterpreting it. This is my opinion. But I don't think that we're going to see another duel uh, between them. Maybe. Yeah. But I think it's going to be more imagined. I think it's going to be... Maybe he replays it in his mind or... He has nightmares of facing Vader. I I think it's going to... That's how I interpret them taking a swing at each other. I don't know that they're ever going to... Vader's not going back to Tatooine, okay? So it would involve Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine, in my opinion. And how's he going to leave And Why? I mean... Well, they made it look like he would.
1: What's that? I don't know. They had, like... They had concept art of cities. that look like maybe Coruscant. I don't know but Vader even was literally hovering in a ship above Tatooine in a new hope and didn't go down no to the hell surface. no he sent he sent other people down there and was like i'm not touching that
0: fucking sand no no <laughs> listen he's done the one good thing that came out of him turning into vader is he no longer had to go back to that fucking planet again because he's like you know what perfect excuse i don't have to go back the sand will get in my mask and fuck up my breathing so <laughs> You know. I hope that's the real reason why he's <laughs> undercover. That's, that's my reason for—he used that suit as an excuse when it fit him. Okay, when it suited him, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, he's like, you know what? This sand doesn't mix with my my breather. I'm not going. <laughs> my down. breathing apparatus is at risk. Send somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's my imagined. That so but honestly, I I don't know i don't i don't know there's a lot of potential there but to bring it back around to sith obi-wan i think we're gonna see him come real close to like giving into some of those emotions and maybe it's more it will actually be therapeutic for him sometimes you gotta let it out in order for you to start rebuilding and so Mm -hmm. if he he, i'm sure obi-wan will even do that properly you know (laughs) have a good cry (laughs) Maybe talk to qui They wouldn't let
1: anyone cry in Clone Wars until Ahsoka had one tear. Right. <laughs> and then the season seven, people cried. Like Rex was crying inside True. his helmet. But, good observation. Yeah. They were very strict. Very strict about that. Uh, Filoni even said so in one of the... Um, oh, no doubt. He's a genius. Yeah. He, it was a very deliberate choice. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, God. There's so many good things that could come from the Kenobi show. Like, he could be having that existential that existential fear of, like, will I become the yeah. thing I most fear or yes. the thing I de- despise the most? And you could have nightmares about it where so many different scenarios play
0: out. Mm-hmm. And then, I think there's going to um, be a lot of nightmares. I hope there's a lot of nightmares. because I hope so, too, because his subconscious would be going insane yes. at that time. Yes, yes.
1: It would be trying to organize and filter a lot of trauma. Yes. And you would be having a lot
0: of nightmares. We're doing a lot of theorizing, but that's what we do here. Yeah. I mean, it's a what it's if fine. episode. <laughs> what we're all about. Give me all the
1: trauma and the pain. Give me give me dark Obi-Wan and give me death. <laughs> Join us next week, guys, for a really really overdue episode, honestly, we're going to talk about Sam Witwer, the voice
0: of Darth Maul. Amazing talent. So talented. I mean, we'll save it all for next week, but damn. So good.
1: We'll talk about his Star Wars, his plethora of Star Wars information, but also he's a physical, like, on-screen actor as well, Who's? he's Mm -hmm. so good at that as well, so... It'll be a fun fun episode where we praise the one and only Sam Witwer.
0: We sing the praises yes. of one Mr. Sam Witwer.
1: <laughs> so last week, we talked about Han Solo, our favorite rogue. Yes. <laughs> our scoundrel. And we asked our listeners what their favorite Han Solo moment was, and we got a really great response from um, our listener, Ellen. She said, another great podcast episode this week. Best Han moment for me is definitely situation normal.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Amazing moment. Yes.
1: <laughs> Makes me laugh every single time. But tied for first place is the whole scene where he and Leia smooch in Empire Strikes Back. I don't know why, oh. but I find it so funny and cute when she says... She happens to like nice men.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. She holds out right until the very end. She doesn't, she is stubborn right up until the very breath that is taken from her in that, in that kiss. Yes. It's so I love true.
1: it. And she also says, like, who is she even talking about? She doesn't have any friends besides Han and Luke. <laughs> That's
0: true. I mean, <laughs> she's really trying in that moment to resist. Yeah. yeah. And also,
1: is that the first time he actually calls her Leia? Which I was like, is it? It might be. Yeah, because she said, "Would you please stop calling me that?" And he says, "Sure, Leia." Like it's super awkward for him to say it, but I think that's a really good point. That is. I'd have to look, but I think it's. I think good she's point, right. Ellen. So that's a that's a great scene. I love that scene.
0: Once again, thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always find us over at our amazing website, MostThingsKenobi.com.
1: So, until next time, my space twin, may the Force be with you. Always.